swing on down to Ricky's place Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste A subtle joke, a touch of class Bought in a tall martini glass Let's swing on down to Ricky's down to Ricky's And welcome to Rick's Martini Bar. Still was not as good as I did. Oh, it's good. <laughs> this is Jerry McCarty here with the Great Brad Savage in Detroit, Michigan. Hey, warm, balmy. It is freezing okay. here. I do not think that people should live in this kind of weather. It's like a... You lived in this weather for how many years? Yeah, but I got out. Yeah, that's true. The birds migrate in the winter. It's cold. They go south. I think that... People should, Michigan should do that. Just close this whole state down for two, three months a year. Damn birds. <laughs> Everybody leave and then come back when it gets warmer. That could happen. <laughs> so uh, today we're in Detroit and we're going to talk about, and um, Detroit has a history of great wrestling, which Brad Savage and I enjoyed from, from, a, from a youthful age. But Detroit was probably most famous for WrestleMania three, which was at oh, the yeah. Silverdome and was set like some largest indoor attendance sports record, which I think was just recently beat by something at Cowboy Stadium. But yeah, but that was big. But did you ever? So we're gonna talk about wrestling and our favorite wrestlers of all time. Brad, did you ever go to one of those wrestling when before WWF, like at the Kobo? Oh yeah, yeah. You did? Yeah, oh, yeah. We went to. Uh, the, I went to some of the TV tapings, but I never went to the Kobo uh, shows. Yeah, we went to uh, the TV tapings uh, a few times, and uh, I remember going to the air-conditioned Kobo Arena. Yeah. Uh, Back remember in, the card? Do you remember anybody from the card back? Uh, well, I remember the main event was the Sheik versus Louis Martinez. Oh. And it was a bloodbath. Of course, For most those of listeners, it. there were two Sheiks. We had the Sheik in Michigan, and then there was the Iron Sheik who came later. But the Sheik was, was he had the pointed-toed shoes and a, a, a couple of his big holds. Uh, the, the camel, camel clutch. clutch was, but he would big. throw fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, there wasn't much wrestling going on. There was... There was uh, <laughs> Pointed objects in his trunks and uh, fire. Oh, yeah. I would never. If you come into the ring with something in wrestling, you probably will be beaten with it. Like even like when, uh, who's the guy that used to come in with the two-by-four? Big Jim Duggan. Uh, yeah, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. That was only a matter of time before somebody <laughs> broke that two-by-four over his head. Well, that was the thing. The, <laughs> the Sheik would always bring, like, pencils or, or other stuff. But uh, he'd get to use it, but then it would be used against him as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And the, and the belt, if, you're, if you have the belt, you probably at some point will be beaten with the, <laughs> the belt that you... You own so, but but anyway, but yeah, so it was a good card, and uh, um, so but but uh, more so, WWF came back, and probably the high point of wrestling was that WrestleMania three, yeah, which the main event of that I remember was yeah. was Hulk Hogan versus uh, um, Andre the Giant. Oh yeah, when Andre went bad. Well, yeah, that's true. Uh, Andre finally got his title shot. Yeah, because he had. Uh, do you remember what started the feud between Hogan and Andre? This, um, I think it was in, I don't know if it was in, what was Roddy Piper's show or whatever that was? Piper's Pit. Piper's Pit is they gave Hogan an award, a trophy for being the, uh, for holding the title for three years. Mm -hmm. And then they, uh, and then they gave Andre a smaller trophy for being undefeated for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and then Andre mumbled something yeah. <laughs> incoherently. Yeah. <laughs> and then he, uh, and then that started the fight. Well, but, you know, and that would start a fight. <laughs> we, we've had a few fights ourselves, oh, yeah. haven't we, over the years? And, and, and the high point of that wrestling match, go ahead, you tell him, with the Hogan and Andre thing was. Well, the, the highlight, and I still find it controversial because <laughs> I've seen other people do it uh, a lot better, but uh, Hulk Hogan actually body slammed Andre yeah. the Giant, picked up the 500-pound carcass and, right. uh, and uh, flipped him over. And at the first, he tried to do it at the start. He couldn't, the start of the match, he couldn't do it. Well, see, that was the controversy because he, he tried to do it, and Andre just basically <laughs> fell on him and actually pinned him for the three count. And so uh, the and then the referee, I think, realized that that wasn't supposed to happen and uh, <laughs> said, no, it was two and seven-eighths, you know, even though the hand came down before wow. he lifted his shoulder. So that was a big controversy. And then, as all Hulk Hogan matches, he was almost beat, and then... Andre would punch him, and then he would not move. Oh, he'd, he'd, <laughs> he'd, he'd Hulk up. He'd Hulk up. <laughs> he'd, like, shake his head no, and then the punches weren't effective, and then he... You remember who the Andre's manager was, too? Um, Bobby the Brain Oh, Bobby Heenan. the Brain Heenan. Yeah. Forgot about, about him. Yeah. Hey, we have to take our first commercial break, but there's so much more awesome wrestling. And we talked about the main event there at WrestleMania, but we got so many other great wrestlers to talk about when we return at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's Play Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste We are back in Freezing Detroit, Michigan. Hey, Jerry, before before you go on, uh-huh. I just want to take a, a minute to congratulate you, too, because uh, you recently did your 200th podcast. 200 episodes. 200 radio shows, and, and we kicked it off. Me and you. That's right. The first one. In fact, I think Los I mentioned Angeles. that on the the, you uh, did. the uh, broadcast that we did the very first one with you. And uh, we we did a couple of them, and it was on Brad Savage and the Cockroaches, right? Correct. And and I and I sent you a telegram congratulating you. <laughs> yes, and, yes. And and also thanking you for the kind words uh, uh, you yeah. said about me. Yeah, Brad Savage is the one who who is most all trouble that I have been in in my life started with Brad Savage with him. Get it, taking me to California. You were 15, weren't Making you? Me, you took me to my first concert. I did. Kiss. Yes. You took, took that. Olympia. You gave me my first permanent. You, <laughs> <laughs> you rocked that perm. You I, rocked that this perm. Is, this, is what he, this is what he has over me. Is We went to California. He was going to get a permanent, and I ended up getting it. Because my hair wasn't long enough. And I'll tell you what, I don't know if the listeners recall, but uh, there was a game show host named Bert Convey oh, yeah. who rocked the uh, perm. And you, you had, Bert had nothing on you, man. It was like one of those delayed things. It was like, I got it done. And then when I got back to Michigan, that's when it hit me. And I'm like, what the heck happened? How did I? You were supposed to get it. <laughs> I ended up getting it. It's I like hypnotized a three day, you. Three day thing. But then you also started the disc jockey business. You were behind that. You were behind the band, the, the band, Brad Savage and the yeah. Cockroaches. And you fo- you were right in line with me. And I appreciate you, you, <laughs> you taking my back the whole time. But uh, getting back to the oh, uh, the wrestling, wrestling. I, ha- I had like three eras in wrestling. Is uh, uh, back in the sixties and seventies is when stuff. when we really enjoyed it as 
kind of kids growing up. Um, and then probably like in the 80s uh, when I had kids and we kind of followed wrestling yep. right on through the 90s. And now my kids are gone and, uh, you know, I flip it on every so often still. You really? Know? Oh, yeah. I, I, um, I see once in a while I see somebody I like. Uh, CM Punk I thought was good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He, he was good. But uh, I don't see too many other good ones that are are up there. And I think the main difference between now and back in the probably the 60s and 70s is back then you had quote unquote good guys and bad guys. Right. And now there's like it's more about the stories behind everybody yes. and now you have bad guys who are really good guys and right. good guys who you really can't stand and and right. you boo them and back in the 60s and 70s you know, you you cheered oh, you for Bobo Brazil. Right. You you booed the Sheik, yeah. but you loved the Sheik, didn't right, you? Right, right. <laughs> and it was well, the 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 two and, and a lot of the guys could not get away with what they they did, like the uh, like Randy Macho Man Savage, mm -hmm. whose whose biggest thing was he was like a wife beater, and you knew that at any point he might. Yeah. Smack Miss Elizabeth. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and that, that probably wouldn't fly as easy. Yeah. Right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but Miss Elizabeth would, like, uh, come in and be really careful about holding whatever he gave her to hold his robe. And oh, he'd call yeah. her back and, like, yeah. almost get ready to hit her. Yeah. <laughs> and it would there'd be, like, pull, you know, pull the slap. <laughs> But there would be women's groups like protesting right oh, now absolutely. if it was <laughs> if we, they had somebody like that. Hey, when you when you mentioned uh, wrestling, and I don't know how we're up to the break, but I, I was oh, thinking about it. Do you recall the name of the wrestling magazine back in the seventies? Um, you know, I'm thinking Ring, but that's a boxing magazine. Right. I don't know. It was what? called. Body the body press. press. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And I remember just going through the body press oh, yeah. and 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 finding all the wrestlers and cuz we only were like uh, we we had the Detroit and the Windsor wrestlers right. pretty much. Right. Um but there were like wrestlers out in New York yeah. that, that you really never saw. Bruno San Martino, Bruno San Martino and, and people yeah. like that. Uh and and Freddie Blassie. And you know did. the Sheik fought Bruno San Martino a lot, but just not in Detroit. Not in Detroit. Wow. Yeah. And that was uh, the uh, speaking of people that were, and I think that she got stabbed once in a match yeah, I by remember. a fan. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> oh, it, 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 it was just be bedlam when when he came into the ring. Um, also, you know, one thing I remember too, and and is the television part of wrestling back in the the seventies. The the TV tapings um, were a lot smaller crowds. Yeah. And there was really not a whole lot of drama. Back then, it was more about the interviews right. in between. Right. But the Sheik would, would appear on television against Tommy R. or somebody you <laughs> didn't George know. J. George J. <laughs> um, but then those, those Saturday night Kobo events would just be, yeah. you know, you would just drool at that. Good stuff. And then also, to, to, I want to mention two other bad, bad wrestlers who, like you talked about, you really could tell the bad wrestlers from the good wrestlers was... Ivan Volk was Ivan Volkov, yeah, and uh, the Russian guy who would come in with the Russian flag and demand that everyone sing the Russian national. Oh, yeah, <laughs> actually, there was an Ivan Kolov and a, and a Nikolai Volkov. Okay, so it was Nikolai Volkov, Volkov. that would uh, come in and, <laughs> in the flag. and and bring the flag, and and he would stop and start singing the Russian national anthem, and everybody would like boo the whole time through. He had a nice voice though. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then the Iron Sheik yeah. in the WWF, he would come in. This is like this is while they were holding terror, or holding hostages. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> he would come in and go USA, and he'd spit on yeah. people. <laughs> It was like unbelievable. Nobody, nobody stabbed him. No, apparently not. But people <laughs> throw things at him. I, was, I remember one WWF event. He stood on the top rope, and people were just pelting him with beer and Gatorade. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. he was loving oh, yeah. it, I'm sure. Oh yeah. And Vince McMahon is counting the concession money because oh, <laughs> everybody's got to buy a new another cooker. one. Yeah. <laughs> We have to take another commercial break. When we come back, we have one last segment to talk about one of our favorite wrestlers. When we return at Rick's Martini Bar. Let's swing on down to Ricky's place. Where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. Oh, yeah. This is Randy Macho Man Savage. Or Brad Savage. <laughs> Welcome back to Rick's Martini Bar. We're talking about wrestling. That's right. We're talking about some of our favorite wrestlers. And we've talked about some great ones already. But uh, let's talk about a couple more. And uh, uh, do you ever, did you ever understand the difference between the... Hogan was the heavyweight champion, right? Correct. And there was an intercontinental champion. Yeah. Which one was better? Oh, the heavyweight champion. Was, <laughs> was, was the, they, they would have a lot of different title belts, and especially now, because you uh, back then, the only th- thing we knew about was the U.S. championship. Right, right. And that was what they always fought for in Detroit. And... Um, you know, one. I remember one match. It was uh, the Sheik versus Tiger Jeet Singh from India, oh. going for the United States heavyweight <laughs> champion. What? But uh, well, Bobo Brazil from the Congo or something held the held the title. We might probably wasn't from the Congo. He's probably from Warren or something. Yeah, <laughs> he was. Uh, he held the U.S. heavyweight championship. Yeah, for a long and time. then uh, there was a lot of different wrestling organizations. And then when the the WWF turned to the WWE, uh, you know why they changed that? I do not know. Oh, because WWF was the World Wildlife Federation. Oh, really? I believe that was the, and they had copyright infringement oh. and put a suit against them. So they changed the, the wrestling team, changed it to to uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. Ah, interesting. See, you learn things at Rick's Martini Bar. And and. And then you also, their main rival was the WCW, right. which was Ted Turner's. Right. Uh, and they finally, uh, Ted Turner finally folded, yeah. and WWE picked up, uh, picked up their wrestlers. And then they came out with two heavyweight championships, which made it more difficult. You had the World Heavyweight Championship, and then you had the WWE Championship. Oh. And recently, probably in the last couple of years, they merged that. So it's uh, the WWE champion basically has two belts. They oh, okay. have the, world, the heavyweight championship and then the WWE championship. Ah. So, uh, Best guy from the Turner one was Ric Flair, Nature Boy. Yeah. He was yeah. great. At the and uh, he had a, a group with him called the Four Horsemen. Oh, that's right. Which, which, was, which was just like total chaos when they come into the ring because you had the, the enforcer guy, Arn Anderson, you had Ric Flair, the pretty boy, you, you know, and, uh, you know, they would come in and they would just wreak havoc on everybody. And they're kind of repeating it because recently the WWE, and I don't know how much you're watching it these days, but they had a group called The Shield, 
Ooh. which uh, uh, were three guys uh, that were cast off from other ones, and they came in and just wreaked havoc on everybody. They would, like, corner somebody and just beat the heck out of them. <laughs> and uh, so that was really good. Well, we have to mention, since we're in Detroit, the one, and he may be the only carryover, you'll correct me because I'm sure I'm wrong, from the wrestling we used to watch in Detroit to the WWE or WWF, was uh, and he was in in um, he was in WrestleMania three because he had a crush on Mrs. Elizabeth, George the Animal Steel. Oh, absolutely, who yeah. was a football coach at Madison High. Yes, <laughs> he was. Yeah, and uh, for some reason he could not speak. Couldn't speak, and you know, but he was a teacher. I <laughs> had a bachelor's degree, and, uh, and more hair on his back than on his head. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was bald, yeah. but he had like this. He scared the heck out of you because <laughs> he was just totally looked deranged when he come out, and, and you know, and he was um, he, he when we saw him first, he used to wear a mask yeah. because he was trying to protect his high school. Do you remember his name? Image. The student, the student, go <laughs> figure. He was a teacher, yes, absolutely. And uh, and he would, but he had a crush on Miss Elizabeth. Yeah. And I think in that thing, I think he like didn't. He, I think at that WrestleMania, he he blindsided because I can't remember who. Oh, I do remember the match. Brandy Botchman Savage was fighting uh, Ricky Steamboat for yeah. the Intercontinental Champion, and uh, I think George the Animal Steel came out and and. Knocked him off or something like right? that. Yeah. And, and, and I think Ricky Steamboat won the title Yeah, from there. That was uh, after... The beloved Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. Yes. So we're near the end of our time, but let's just mention some other great ones. Um, one of the guys I really liked was Jimmy Superfly Snuka. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was a high flyer. And there's always been high flyers in there. Um, more recently, you're talking about the Hardy Boys. Uh, they were high flyers. Uh Back in our day, there was a guy named Flying Fred Curry. That's right, in Detroit. the dropkick. Right, back in the 70s. And uh, he would, I mean, he'd give somebody like 10 dropkicks in a yeah. row, you know. Uh, but, yeah, so, so you, you know, there are a lot like that. I was never a big Hulk Hogan fan. Were you? I actually like. I I I think he's awesome in Rocky Three, and when and and he was actually in Rocky Three before he became famous in the WWE. Yeah, that's true. And uh, but he was. Uh, I I I I liked him. I I one of the best talkers as far as I like listening to him talk by the watching him wrestling. Yeah, he's probably a boring wrestler kind of, but yeah. he was he was good. But we had a guy in Detroit, Tex McKenzie, yep. who would do the bulldog. Oh, yeah. I was like that. Oh, you know when they buried his face into the, the maps, <laughs> they were done. Stick oh, a fork and I just him. thought of another one. Hey, yeah. Stex Calhoun. Oh, yeah, with the uh, big splash. And he was, how, how big did they say he was? 600 pounds or something oh, like that? Oh, he had to be 600 pounds. But, but he, he would just fall on. <laughs> yeah. But, like, Andre the Giant was, like, close to, you know, 6'11", 7 wow. foot tall, whereas, whereas Hey, Stex Calhoun was probably about 5'10", and right. just, just really fast. Fat, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he'd come in in his overalls uh, and uh, <laughs> you know with a p- piece of hay sticking out of his. Uh, but uh, yeah. and and uh, some of the great managers of all time. You mentioned Bobby the Brain Heenan, but uh, Jimmy the Mouth of the South Heart. Oh the, yeah, was he the Honky Tonk Man's? Manager? Um, yeah, he uh, and he he actually was uh, Hulk Hogan's for a while too. Oh really? Yeah. Um, when Hulk Hogan first uh, came, and in. he would get in the ring once in a while. I think once Bobby, in a while. Bobby the Brain did too. Oh, Bobby the Brain was a wrestler before uh, that. Um, the Sheik's manager. Can you think of his name? Pampero Furpo. 
No, no. <laughs> he's Pam, another wrestler. Pam Fur- Purple. Abdullah Farouk. The Weasel. The Weasel. <laughs> I and then, get it and, then I'm gonna, and he also had another one. Let's and see if you remember this name. Eddie Creechman. Oh, I do remember yeah. that. Yeah. And, uh, and I think he went as long, and, and then he actually got hit by one of Sheik's fires. Oh. That, that was meant for Mark Lewin. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I don't know if that was the end of Eddie Creechman, but, yeah, he had the uh, Abdullah Farouk, uh, the Weasel. Yeah. And then he had uh, Eddie Creechman as well. Oh, nice. And the manager of uh, one of the other great managers of all time. Um, oh, i got to think of who the, the who's the Undertaker's manager. Oh, um, uh, the Paul Bearer. <laughs> Paul Bearer. Yeah, God rest his soul. He <laughs> passed away fairly recently, a couple of years ago. Yeah, but he was just a really squirrely-looking guy. But And you can't, we can't mention managers without Captain Lou Albano. Oh, uh, the, probably, who, probably the number one manager. Who managed the... Uh, um, there, there was this whole uh, who, Sika and what were they called? The two uh, they were from yeah, Sika the ta- and Afa, ta- Afa and yeah. Sika, and uh, he was also the manager. If I'm not mistaken, maybe I'm no, I'm, I think I'm wrong. But the uh, but uh, the kangaroos that was Lou Costello. Lou Costello. No, no, no that was uh, that was. George Crybaby Cannon. George Crybaby <laughs> Cannon. Thank you. That was a good one. Pulled Pull that out. Of, yeah. I can't name any Supreme Court justices, but I remember <laughs> George Crybaby <laughs> Cannon. <laughs> Presidents of the United States, go. <laughs> well, we were at the end of our time, and it was a spirited conversation about wrestling. Love wrestling. It needs a, It's not, nowhere near what it used to be. But, no. but good times. Good times. Great matches. I think we mentioned... Just about everybody that was. Uh, oh, I'm sure your listeners will come sure through with the ones we missed, or, or if we misquoted a name, Jake the Snake Roberts, or oh, whoever yeah. else oh, it yeah. is. But uh, yeah, send them in. Yeah, send them in. So, thanks for joining us. Click on the Amazon banner at McCartyMetro.com, and you can give us a little taste. Everything you buy will cost exactly the same, but we get a little tiny bit of it. So, for the great Brad Savage, my name is Jerry McCarty. Thanks for joining us. See us next week at Rick's Martini Bar. Cheers. Let's swing on down to Ricky's Place, where the girls are refined and the men have good taste. Joke, a touch of class, poured in a tall martini glass. Let's swing them down to Ricky's down.